Hello and welcome to this wrap-up to 2016 Game Changer podcast episode. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host, and it is just me today. If you are listening to this in real time, this is coming out somewhere in the last week of December. So I thought long and hard about what I wanted this episode to be about, what I really thought the most important takeaway was for 2016, not just for me, but in the amount of conversations that I have had with friends, people that I know, the feedback that I have received via email, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else on social media, as well as conversations that I have had with the numerous guests in more than 100 episodes. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a journey, so you're going to have to stick with me on this. I know I can get a little bit everywhere when I'm telling a story, but I'm going to try to keep this very focused and on task because this matters not just as you reflect back on 2016, but really the entirety of your life. And most importantly, as we look at goal setting or 2017 of what you really want out of the next year and the remainder of your life. So let's step back to what I think the single most important thing is or takeaway. Now, for me, this isn't just 2016. This happens to be everything to me. And anybody that knows me at all knows that the single word that means everything is the word believe. Because what you believe to be true literally will determine the action you're going to take, which ultimately will determine your destiny or where your life is going to go. So if everything comes down to what you believe to be true, also the final question I ask every podcast guest that I have on this episode, is here's what it comes down to. Every experience you have ever had, you assigned meaning to that event or that experience. The meaning you then assign to that will ultimately become your fabric of your being or what you believe. So if we roll this back, then the single most important thing, if we're trying to craft what we believe to be true, which determines our actions, which determines our destiny, is what meaning did we assign those events to begin with? And if you can reassign a different meaning, a new meaning, then your belief structure will change, thus the actions you take, and obviously the whole remainder of your life. So let's break this down. If you're going to look at the meaning that you have assigned things, the one thing, the biggest takeaway, the consideration I want you to have is reframe these events, these people in the events, these encounters that you have had, not to be the people that you have run across, but that they were merely messengers, that someone or something was sent into your life exactly at the right time for you to get a specific message out of it. Now, this can pertain to events like certainly for me, Date With Destiny, that I just attended a few weeks ago, that wasn't so much about necessarily the content of that event, although it was chock full of it, don't get me wrong, if you know Tony Robbins, you know that there's never any shortage of that. But really, what were the messages that came out of that? What was my takeaway because of that, being very open-minded, that has now led to other decisions and directions that my life is headed to? What was the message I was supposed to get out of that? We're going to talk about that at the end of this episode because there's some pretty big changes coming up to this podcast and in other areas of my life as well because of it. Now, what about with people that we run across? 
it is very easy for us to get upset. Maybe somebody cuts you off in traffic. I know there was a gal actually at Date With Destiny that was out in the lobby area that was losing her mind over, I really don't know what, but she was very upset and had some issue or altercation with some other person that was attending the event and said something that hurt her feelings and she was somewhere between crying and angry and wanting to take this gal's head off. And if we step back and say, hang on a second, this really isn't about this gal. But if there was a message, if she was merely a messenger that was sent to you at this exact time, what might that be? Well, one big aspect to date with destiny is mastering your emotions. So if she was sent to see what your trigger is, if she was sent to see how easily your buttons can be pushed, then maybe you really are at the right place at the right time, because this is an area of mastery that you need in order for your life to get to the next level. If someone that you don't know at some random conference can flip your trigger so much that you have to leave the room and literally lose your mind over it, that's a problem. So step back the next time you have an interaction with anybody and say, what might this messaging be? Because I will tell you, the second we assign the outcome, the second we assign, we know what this is about, we've already got this covered, I know what this is, you shut down all other possibility. And the moment you shut down all other possibility of what this might mean, you've ended the potential for your outcome, for your possibility for the whole remainder of your life. So I'm going to drop into a story. This is a story I heard years ago. I can guarantee you, if you've heard this story, I'm going to botch it up three ways from Wednesday. But stick with the intent of the story because it's what I'm trying to say here about not being tied to the outcome, about not being so sure about why things are happening or the way things are happening or how you think they need to go down. So here was this gentleman, I don't know, who knows where, what this land is or how long ago, but there was a gentleman who runs across another guy in the marketplace. And this guy says, hey, uh, I hear you have an annual big feast or dinner at your home. Um, wouldn't you like it if I invited God to your dinner party this year? And the guy says, okay, like you know God. You're just going to invite God over to my house. Seriously? And he says, well, in fact, I do know God. Now, listen, if you're listening right now and you're not a religious person, take God out, put Buddha in, put Allah, put whatever it is, whatever, whatever this highest power that you hold that would be the most important individual that could ever be at your dinner party, if that could actually happen, just insert that here. So don't get hung up on semantics for me. Anyhow, this guy says, yes, in fact, I do know God. And um, I have heard all about your dinner party. I know you cook for days. I know it's a very big extravagant deal. And I bet you he would like to come. And he says, well, okay, if, if that's possible, if you're not kidding me, absolutely invite him. Please tell him to come around 7 o'clock on Saturday night, and my family and I will cook for days. It will be the best meal ever prepared. I can't believe this is happening. He says, well, I guarantee you absolutely God will be there. Oh, my gosh, I can't. This is fantastic. Runs off, grabs all the fruits and vegetables and all the food that he's going to need for this. And just as he said... His whole family, friends came, gathered, cooked for days to make the most amazing meal that God could ever possibly have. So here it is, Saturday evening. The table's getting all set up. It's about an hour to go. The most beautiful dinnerware, the most beautiful glassware. All the plates are being set out. The side dishes are carrying out. Now it's just the main meal, the main part of this meal. Now, I, I don't know what this is. I don't know if it was tofurkey or ham or, you know, who knows, whatever. Anyway, the big part of this dinner is just get set out 
as the guy walks back into the kitchen to get the last remaining things, knowing that we are minutes to seven o'clock and God's about ready to walk in the door or float in through the heavens, however God arrives. So he goes back to the kitchen to get the last couple of things. Now the whole dinner table is set. It's unbelievable. It's truly to perfection. And he hears a little bit of scurrying. He's going, okay, I don't know what, what that noise is out there, but it gets a little bit louder and a little bit louder. He comes out of the kitchen to see a dog running across this table, literally eating off of every single tray that is set out. And as this dog is making his way to the main course, the centerpiece, the main course of this dinner, this guy's frantically screaming and yelling and throwing, you know, silverware, knives and spoons and plates and whatever he can to get this dog. The dog is ducking and obviously very fearful and not understanding what's going on. The man leaps across the table literally to choke the life out of this dog. The dog finally jumps off the table and runs away. Now you can imagine this is quite a calamity. You've now got a few minutes. This is kind of one of those moments, what would you do? There's not enough time to start all over again. Only about half of all of the items were eaten. The family and friends run out, take those away, make the most of what is left, thinking, holy cow, this is no longer the ultimate dinner that he had planned. But it wasn't a total failure. Half of everything was still there, and hopefully he could tell that story to God, and maybe God would show some grace and understanding. It's now 7 o'clock, it's now 7.30, it's now 8 o'clock, the food is now completely cold, and now the family and friends are thinking, this gentleman who said that God was going to show up at the marketplace was a complete you know, liar and fraud, and why would he ever do that to him? Because God obviously wouldn't stand, maybe he didn't even know God, maybe this whole thing was a sham. Anyway, the whole meal gets taken away, the night comes to an end, he's laying there in bed, his wife is next to him and says, I just can't believe this whole, th I can't believe anything that even happened tonight. And everybody worked so hard for this and it was such a big deal. And what a complete failure. He gets up out of bed and goes downstairs, completely unable to sleep, sits on the couch, closes his eyes and says, God, how could you have done this? How could you have not shown up? I tried so hard for you. And in that moment, all he hears is a voice in the room. And he says, my young son, what do you mean I didn't show up? I was there with you. In fact, the meal was wonderful until you started throwing things at me and made me leave. I looked at you with complete lack of understanding, and you came at me as though you wanted to kill me. At that point, all I could do was run. And the young man says, I don't know what you're saying, God. The only thing that was there was this ravenous dog who leaped across the table and, wait, what are you, in complete confusion, stops and says, wait, what are you saying right now? And he said, I was that dog. Do not get so wrapped up into your interpretation of what you think things should be or how they should appear. That was me. And in this moment, you see, when we have wrapped our head around how we think things should look, how we think things should appear, the outcome, the expectation that we think it has got to be in this whole story we've crafted up, which is nothing more than that. It's just a story. And so when these other moments show up and you say, holy cow, what if that was something other than completely what I had expected? What if that woman at Date With Destiny who triggered that lady to yell and scream and lose her mind and storm out of the room, that's God. That's a messenger. That's someone saying, hey, when somebody shows up in your world, how do you meet them? Even if they show up in your world as less than ideal, as a ravenous dog, 
as a crazy screaming lady? What if somebody shows up cutting you out of traffic? This is your moment of grace. This is your moment to step back. Really figure out what is. Really figure out what your message in this moment is and go back and connect with who you are, regardless of what external event shows up in your world. Go back and connect with who you are, your vision, your purpose for who you are and how you're going to show up in this lifetime. And if how you are showing up in this lifetime is completely dependent upon every other external event that happens, well, you may want to reconsider. Because then if you are saying, I am a loving, kind, and compassionate being, you better follow that with a comma that says, as long as everything is going my way and everybody who comes into my world, I happen to like, and none of them better show up in some other fashion, AKA a dog, than what my expectation is. That's entirely too many qualifiers. So as you move forward into 2017, think about your vision. Think about your mission statement for who you are. Think about how many predisposed ideas and outcomes you have in your head that are limiting you to what actually might be. Going back to date with destiny, I went there with a passport, half jokingly, half not, but I did go there and told several people about that, that, hey, I don't know what's going to come of this. Maybe this thing, I meet somebody, maybe something happens and I'm on a plane to Madagascar the next day. Who knows? What I know is I try very, very hard to always live in the world of possibility, always live in the world of what might be. Always live in the world that everybody and everything is a messenger and be open to that. Maybe this isn't about date with destiny. Maybe this is about the next thing, but I had to be here so that I could understand what that next thing is. That next thing for me, one of the things that I'm going to share with you is that I am going to India for the last two weeks of January. Now, this has been a place I have wanted to go to for a very long time. In fact, without ever having been there, it feels like home to me, and I don't have any idea why. I think that we all have these things that for some reason feel familiar to us, even if we've never seen them. You get out of a car as you're on a road trip and you step into a town and you think, gosh, why does this place already feel like home? Why does it feel like I've been here before? Eastern philosophy has always been that for me. I can't wait to go there. I can't wait to be part of this community. I can't wait to tell you what my takeaway is from all of that. So with that, this podcast is going to take a little bit of a hiatus because I'm gone for one, for two and a half weeks. And for two, I don't want to be in a mad scramble trying to cram two and a half weeks of work into the next two weeks on top of the next two weeks of everything that I'm doing. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. And you wouldn't get the best version. You would get some scrambled effort of what I'm trying to do just to check a box saying that I have a podcast released. And that's not the intention of this podcast. On top of that, you have heard plenty of times about me talk about this book and this online course that have to get done. These are in the final stretches of getting done. This has got to be my sole focus. So that is also what my time is going to be taken up with over the next couple of weeks. There's another big announcement that I will make of what's coming up in February, but I'm going to hold off on that one until I get back from India and I will check back in and let you know the whole of everything that is going on in my life. But with that, as we move forward, as you think about your goals for 2017, you will get one more podcast from me that will be on goal setting, that will be on my 
version of goal setting. This is going to be one that you don't want to listen to hiking or driving down the street or whatever else it is. This is going to be very interactive on my take on what matters, on what you want and why you want it, truly to be able to make 2017 the year that you obtain and get and become every single thing that truly is connected with the authenticity of your heart's desire. But I want you to step back as you're starting to think about these things, as you're starting to think about your future and your purpose and your vision, that you go back and maybe reflect on 2016 to some of the events, some of the people that you have run across with a new and different question called, if this was really just a messenger that showed up in my life, if this event, really the takeaway was not that exact event, but what is the message I was supposed to take away from that? And how many things did I go into? How many conversations? How many things happened in my world where I had decided things need to look a certain way, sound a certain way, people need to behave a certain way, or I'm not going to have a good time, or it's going to be lousy, or it's going to be bad, or whatever. Because sometimes when we meet certain people, the message that they are here to teach us, it's really not about that person. Whatever they're saying, whatever's going on, when you tap into how they make you feel, when you think about what, what they make you reconsider or recontemplate, that's why they've crossed your path when they have. So in every interaction that you walk away from and you go, okay, that was just weird. There were too many coincidences. This person brought things up that they had no way to know about, or this person brought something up that was the third or the fifth time this week I've heard it. Step back in that moment. Don't just brush it off and go, well, that was a weird encounter at the bus stop. Stop and say, what's the message here? If there was one, if there was a message to be gained out of this, what is this for me? that could be used in my greatest, highest good because there are no accidents. And in closing, the next time you think something is going wrong, that dog has jumped up on the table and is ruining your perfect evening, don't be so sure. Don't be so quick to judge that person who maybe is making you angry or who you think has ruined everything for you. They may actually be your greatest blessing. They may actually be your greatest gift. But that's only if you are open-minded enough to ask a different set of questions and to see it that way. With that, you can always find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. I will be there certainly through January and updating you on those sites as to what my next steps are. I'm really excited about all of it, quite frankly, certainly about my time in India. I cannot wait. With that, I do hope that you have had the most magical year ever. I hope that you continue to take that magic into other people's lives and help to lift theirs to an even greater level than what they could even ever imagine. Understanding that can't be done unless you are living at that level every single day. And as I have said many times before, there are a lot of people out there who could use your love and your light show up that way for them every day, no matter what external circumstance may be going on. Live into that vision that you have for yourself, that highest version of who you are. It's possible for every one of us. Thank you as always, truly, for tuning into this show in over 100 episodes, the most incredible roller coaster of a year that it has been for me. 
my one of my greatest messages that completely came out of left field, sidebar to this podcast, is the amount of amazing people and friends, true friends that I have gained from being on this show and from being a guest on other people's shows, people that I know I will continue to have in my life for many, many years to come. That was completely unexpected for me and truly one of the greatest gifts that I have had the honor of doing and being a part of with this podcast. So what is your surprise when you look back at 2016? What is one of the great things that happened that you didn't expect to happen and boom, there it was. Take that with you going into 2017 and multiply it. As always, truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening, so much for being part of this show. Thank you for your comments and your responses. They have meant the world to me. I love hearing from you. Please don't let it stop. Thank you for being a great part of my 2016. Thank you for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Podcast.